let's get started. All right, we I am excited to have Joan and David Burke here with me today. We are going to be talking a little bit about um, some of the things to do at home to stay motivated, to exercise and be healthy. And I, uh, as soon as I was thinking about who could I do an interview with today. I got super excited with um, the fact that Joan and David are here this week visiting because they, to me, are people that I certainly admire and look up to. And they certainly have shown, um, they could probably, in fact, they just did a, a really hard hike and then walked home from the hike yesterday and acted like it was was nothing. Um, but I've I've certainly looked up to them and they they are great examples of living a healthy lifestyle. So I want to just introduce them and let them give a little bit of a history or just share who they are um, and a little bit of their background. Um, and then we'll go from there. So David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, um, I'm uh, 63 years old and Joan and I have been coming here for, we said, 11 years. And, um, you know, through my career, I've had a pretty challenging career, different things at times. Um, and uh, the, last, the last part of my career was my own business, uh, my own software company. And um, there are a lot of challenges, as you would know, with the, owning your own businesses mm-hmm. and a lot of stresses that come with that. And it's uh, fairly difficult to get into routines that are good for you personally, as opposed to those things that are so structured in your work environment. Yeah. And so um, Joan and I were <clears throat> flying back from Florida after, I think it was my dad's 80th birthday, Joan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were, and we had gone to there for his birthday and we really didn't do too much for exercise. And I'd taken a week off and we were happy to have done that uh, for my dad and my mother, but, but we're on the plane and we're saying, um, we need to go find a place where if I'm going to take a week off work, I can I can go out there, I can be outside, I can be in the mountains, we can do exercise, we can eat healthy. All the things that we think about and talk about many years ago, but we couldn't get around to it. And and so that's kind of what started it here. Joan, and Joan can fill you in on how she, she found it, but but we kind of, you know, fell upon uh, Mulvera. And, um, and I can tell you that, that the way you talk about our lifestyle outside of, you know, being at Mulvera and all that, um, we can always improve. Um, we're, we're happy with our lifestyle, but the things that really put the stake in the ground for the start of that was when we came to Mulvera many years ago. And uh, what Mulvera showed us was, and especially for me, um, Joan's been much healthier than me over the years in terms of her physical fitness and running marathons and things like that. And, um, and usually I was, you know, breathing hard behind her and not being able to run as fast. But, but really, it was the nutrition side of it was the first thing for me. Because mm-hmm. you can get out and do an exercise program, and you can do that. And for me, I would do that for a while, and then I'd go travel, and then mm-hmm. it would sort of, you know, fall off a bit. But the nutrition was important. I never ate breakfasts back then, and, um, and we didn't think about calories or calorie content, or mm-hmm. uh, you guys talk about nutrition density and calorie density, none of these things. And you had a nutritionist back then who was absolutely excellent, absolutely mm-hmm. excellent. And she was so good mm-hmm. at making it so easy for me to understand mm-hmm. what, um, what the importance of nutrition was. Mm-hmm. And you could do so much in terms of a healthy lifestyle just with nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I never even knew about that. And so in my very busy life running my business and that, 
all of a sudden things started to change. I did have a proper breakfast each morning, hmm. which I hadn't done probably in what, Joan, 20 years? Life. Yeah. Wow, that's and so awesome. I started to have a proper breakfast and, and uh, your nutritionist had this scale uh, about, what was it, Joan? It had from one to... One to 10? One to 10. Yeah. And, oh, and how hungry you were. How hungry you were. The hunger, hunger scale. So, yeah. And how full you were. Yeah. And yeah. how full, yeah. And so it got to be a little bit of a funny thing with us at home because uh, it's, it's, I can't remember the numbers now, but it's say a three was... Uh, really hungry. Really hungry. Yeah. And Joan <laughs> might say as she's looking at me and maybe I'm doing some sort of a snarky thing, she goes, you're getting to be a three or maybe you're a two. <laughs> and the hangries. <laughs> you get the hangries. And so, but, and even at work, I used to joke around with some people there and they'd say, David, you're going into this meeting. You better have something because we can right. tell by your face that yeah. you haven't eaten something in a while. <laughs> you know, and it's all sort of fun and games, but it's actually quite, quite, mm-hmm. quite common sense when you think about it and mm-hmm. practical and so so for me um, a big part was nutrition mm-hmm. and uh and we're conscious of it and and you know we still go we'll go out for dinners and we and we travel a lot uh now as well and and we'll go for dinners we'll go for nice dinners but we're conscious of mm-hmm. of of how many calories are there it won't change us from having a nice meal sure. and your nutritionist was really good back then too she mm-hmm. goes don't deprive yourself no yeah if, if if that's what you want then do it but do it in a sensible way with uh, you yeah. know a, a, a reasonable amount yes. of, of yeah. serving mm-hmm. size and things like that so mm-hmm. so we still do that and and um, and then you know we'll uh, we'll we'll end up um, having too many calories or something sometimes, but we're conscious of it, sure. and we'll talk about it the next day or or yeah. whatever, and we'll try to adjust. It doesn't, and so mm. I'll let Joan talk in a minute here. But I just I mean the two other things that come to mind from this experience and how it's changed our sort of life is is um, so the exercise component is there. Exercise was always with us. We just mm. didn't do it as often as we do it today. Mm-hmm. And so if we haven't gone out and done a hike or gone out for a white a walk or a bike ride or in the in the winter doing something, we just we'll we'll be conscious, well we haven't done anything in mm-hmm. so many days we've got to go do it. And do so something. it kind of it kind of elevated that as a priority for us. And that goes up and down throughout the year. Sure. I mean, we have mm. lots of company that come to visit us in the summertime. Yeah. And you're in Canada. In Canada, yeah. yeah. In the Okanagan Valley, British mm. Columbia. Mm. And um, and so we're always um, taking people to different places so and things like routine. that. And you get yes. out of your routine. It's very easy to, yeah. And that was the last thing I wanted to mention before turning it over to Joan, was that mm. we come back here um, usually a week at a time, a couple times a year and just like everything in life needs to be tuned up so mm-hmm. do you right yeah. as a, as your body or your mm-hmm. mental you know uh, mm-hmm. thinking and your physical capacities and stuff so so we especially me love coming here and especially when i had my business mm-hmm. because i could get away yeah. and i could come down here and the setup was such that you could put your cell phone and technology away for a while and you could just concentrate. And the program is so busy mm-hmm. that it almost forces you to stay away from some yeah. of those things. And it was a wonderful tune-up to get you back on track. Just mm-hmm. a little, you know, it's not like you need a major overhaul. It's just yeah. this little tune-up to do it. And mm-hmm. so that's why we've been coming back year after year because those tune-ups are good. Just yeah. like your car needs a tune-up every now and then. Absolutely. Yeah. I, when I came into the program in May, I don't know if you guys knew, I came in, I did, I, when I say I came, like I, I I got a room I stayed in a room for two weeks and um I thought I was gonna get a lot of work done actually yeah. <laughs> and I didn't I was so busy yeah. I'm like I was late to things yeah. I was like holy cow they keep us busy and you get um, tired and you get tired <laughs> and I went to bed I was tired at night I didn't yeah. you know I thought I would have being away from kids but um um I I loved even more so after doing that experience just feeling like 
I just need a reset, a tune-up, yeah. a little push, a little even being active every day and eating healthy, you know, relatively and doing my best. It's just nice to get that yeah. reset. So um, you usually would do about one time a year, right? Twice, twice a least, year. At least yeah. twice a year. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. three. And then recently you did a longer stay because uh, usually it's a one-week one visit. Yes, yes. And the last visit was two weeks? or No, last visit was last April, and we came, we brought right? four people, yeah. sisters, brothers, yeah. Da, yeah. and but we only stayed for a week, but it was the year before in May that you stayed year for before. two weeks. That's right. right. I stayed for two. Yeah. And you stayed for two a few years ago. Yeah. And you gave it a world yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I decided, I tell people so many times, like two weeks is ideal because that first week you're so sore. And just, I for me, that second week is when I really saw the results. Um, and so I decided to do two weeks because I always recommend it. But it was it was great. But even one week, I think, like you said, sometimes just gives us that that little reset, that tune-up that we need. I think it depends on where you're starting from, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like like in your opening um, talk there. I mean, w- we have a bit of a program now that we're, we're, we're mm-hmm. aware of it yeah. mm-hmm. and throughout the year. And we know when we're, we need to tune it up more when we don't. And so for us, that that seven days or six days down here really does a good reset. And, and like you yeah. say... We have, I've done the two weeks once and you've done two weeks once as well. Well, so so everybody listening who hasn't had the opportunity to come or doesn't have the opportunity to come, um, I've loved interviewing guests to, because I think when you share stories and people can relate to like, oh, I own a business and it's busy and it's hard to get away. Um, And you've mentioned a couple things that I think are really, really helpful. Um, For you, the nutrition was kind of an aha experience over the years for you learning about nutrient density and how important it is but the fact that you've implemented breakfast and regular meals is a really really simple easy um, important step that people can you can you can do at home and that's something that's helped you at home the other thing you mentioned um, that I I think sometimes um, we overlook is just the awareness Um, I we hear the word mindfulness a lot um, and sometimes we get so busy that we become disconnected and unaware. We get into habits that we're just not even thinking about what we're eating, thinking about what we're doing. And this just kind of helps bring that awareness. And like you said, so those are two things. And I'm going to give you some time to think while we talk to Joan, but um, that our guests at home listening can maybe implement at home um, like a breakfast and maybe some of the things that you guys have done, because again, like I mentioned, you are guests that I look at it like, I'm like, wow, there are great examples of living a healthy lifestyle. And I, to me, that's not perfect. I mean, people look at me and think I'm a great example. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm so far from perfect. But what are some simple little things that you guys do at home or have maybe learned from Ovara or, um, try to, when you're at home do, but I'll let you think about that. And Joan, um, I just want to just do a quick introduction of yourself and maybe um, share a little bit of your history of your exercise and nutrition habits. Okay. Well, I've been active for most of my life. I started really getting into running when I was 41 and mm-hmm. I ran 13 marathons over the next, I don't know how many years. Wow. I can't so your I haven't first... run one for, well, I was 41 in my first oh, one, wow. yeah. And I haven't run one now for 10 years. The last one was here in St. George. Mm. Um, 
but so that kept me, you know, moving yeah. all the time and conscious. And I used to, you know, before that, I would go to exercise classes five days a week. And, you know, mm-hmm. when my kids were little in school and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But not totally obsessed. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, Miss Body Perfect by all means. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been important. And I don't, we don't love, you know, going somewhere on a vacation, sitting on a beach, meeting a yeah. book and drinking Mai Tais. That's yeah. just not it. So, you know, so we went hiking and biking in Italy last year. Mm-hmm. And then climbing. you get into Mai Tais after. After. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then, you know, hiking in Chamonix, France. And, like, we just wanted to yeah. be active all the time when we go on mm-hmm. a vacation. So that's our our thing that we like to do so mm. this is this is a vacation you're yeah. not at home cooking and doing all the right. daily things but you're here and someone is you don't even have to think about your nutrition here yeah. because everyone makes something for you and you think what 12 to 1400 calories yeah. a day and you think really I got to eat all that like I'm yeah. stuffed from lunch right. and I didn't do the salad bar right. so I think that's you know pretty amazing to come here mm-hmm. and have someone cook for you and then you're just like sheep and you get let out the yeah. door and you go for a hike <laughs> And and you just participate. You yeah. just do it. And some days you don't even know what you're doing. You're so right. tired, right? Yeah. But it's just great to be here and do it. Yeah. So that that does make us think at home. Like we'll have Sharon Beacon in our ear. Right. You know that you, you should be doing <laughs> How this. How much or, can you, know, you do in yes, thirty seconds? What can you do? Yes. And, and this is funner. And, right. Um, and and same as well it was Emily the nutritionist yeah. back then but yeah. she has spoken in our ears yeah. so many times oh like, I think so about that hunger times. scale all the time yeah yeah uh, all the time yeah. so yeah. and just intuitive eating mm-hmm. I think that has been something for me that I I try to do as well because the nutrition I I um I would say is the biggest struggle for the majority of our guests mm-hmm. um and some may just not have the habit of exercise and they can get that and but it just seems like the exercise sometimes is a confidence but usually it's the nutrition that we struggle with the most and sometimes coming back to just that hunger scale and of you know okay how not letting myself get below a three, right? And then not mm-hmm. letting myself get above a seven. Yes. Um, and not not getting to a 10 and not ever getting to a one. You know, mm-hmm. one is you're hangry. Grizzly bear. Grizzly mm-hmm. bear. <laughs> and 10, you're just uncomfortable and you feel really crappy, yeah. you know, and it, it you feel it the next day and you have the the headache from it. And But I think that since we've been here, there's way less junk food in our pantry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a treat if I buy a bag of chips and we're both mm-hmm. on it. Like, you know, like we really... But when it's gone, like, we're not just always having them there. Yeah. And those processed... Like, I don't have any processed food. I mean, mm. I opened a can of cranberries. We had our Canadian Thanksgiving. And I thought, right. when was the last time I used can opener? Like, you know, like, yeah. everything is fresh. We go to the market. We, you know, hmm. we eat... Everything. We're not vegan, vegetarian. Yeah. We eat everything, but nothing in excess. Nothing like, excess. Yeah. And fresh as every... much as possible. Yeah. But this this week, or this uh, the the tune up week that we come reinforces those nutrition values yeah. to and us. Easy. And we go back and we say, okay, right. And and it just gets us into this routine, right, Joan? Mm-hmm. And when we go to the store or the market, I mean, one time we went, uh, I can't remember where this was, but we even went to the supermarket with somebody, with a nutritionist, mm-hmm. who showed us... Yeah, grocery store. Yeah, grocery store, yeah. right. Yeah, and it said, go down this aisle, and this is what you're going to see in there. Now mm-hmm. let's go around well, the perimeter. That changed my, my whole perspective. Not that I go into a grocery right. store. Mm-hmm. Often, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I do the Right, right. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. But so, I'm in control, really, of the nutrition at you home. Are. Right. But he understands it now. Well, and, and it's a lot easier. Huge. Yeah. Now he's the king of the smoothie. Yeah. And he makes a smoothie almost every morning. Really? Do you do the chocolate peanut butter one? I do peanut. I don't do chocolate. Like no, he puts all, every fruit yeah. known to man in there and vegetables. Veggies. And, and kale peanut and peanut butter and honey and wow. no protein powder. No. You did for a while. I did, but I, I but, yeah. just don't need it. And that lasts them for three hours or something. Yeah. Like it keeps them, hmm. it keeps us both going. So do you, um, in the smoothie, um, one thing that changed my life was learning, because I'll buy a big bag of spinach and there's nothing worse than spinach going bad in your fridge. Right. Freezer. Right? Do you do that? Always. Life-changing. Yeah. So for I just come home, stick my bag of spinach right in the freezer, yeah. and it's and then it also makes the smoothie nice and, yes. and yes. cold and thick. and. So yeah. we buy, like we'll buy the frozen vegetables and stuff and put them in the freezer, but like this is a little plug for where we live, which is the Okanagan Valley of B.C., yeah. It's like the Napa Valley of Canada, and there's so many orchards and vineyards, which mm-hmm. is you know a little bit of a drawback on calories, but mm-hmm. but there's so many orchards there in fresh fruit. So we will we will buy the fresh strawberries, raspberries, mm-hmm. blueberries, everything in season. That's in season, and buy enough and freeze them. Oh. and then we end up pulling them out of the freezer when we want them for our for our mm-hmm. smoothies yeah. and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. So you'll good. buy them fresh rather than yeah. just yes. a bag yeah, we'll of. Buy. I mean, we'll do it until all, we run out. Until we run right. out, then we'll so buy the stuff from the store. Yeah. But yeah. But you know, I, I it's it's just an evolution because I started out just it was after being here and I said, Okay, I'm gonna go with smoothies and I loaded up with fruit. Then I find out afterwards there's too much sugar coming right, from there. Right. And then and and then it was, well, I need to put some some vegetables in there. So I put mm-hmm. some vegetables in there and that makes it good. And then I had protein powder and I was there was something about protein powder and then I then I think it was Joan or somebody or my daughter said, Why don't you just put peanut butter in there? Mm-hmm. Now we put Two yeah. scoops of peanut butter in there. Then you get your so, protein yeah. and your healthy fat yeah. from the so peanut butter. I think the thing is, there's there's lots of choices, and they're yeah. all they're good choices if you have this awareness about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious that, uh, about your smoothie because I make a lot of smoothies, yeah. um, and my kids usually like them, but sometimes they're like, "Oh, mom!" Like sometimes they just won't taste because I'll just throw lots of stuff in there. So do you have a magic or, or a secret? Uh, recipe or two like the the um, amount of stuff that you put in. do you always put fruit yeah so so it's I, I so I always put um, coconut water mm-hmm. first and then a little bit of coconut milk mm-hmm. and then I then I give fruit like handfuls of each handfuls of maybe three types of fruit yeah. okay and they would be Emily handfuls the nutritious mm-hmm. handfuls not great big ones <laughs> but just yeah. The proper size, and then I would do the vegetables, mm-hmm. and then I um, I put in well the peanut butter, even a bit bit of um, honey. Oh yes, right. local honey. honey. Right. I do that because you know when you get allergies and stuff, mm-hmm. you get local. So that's why I've always yeah. been putting the local honey in for that. Just a small one, it sweetens it up a bit too. Mm-hmm. And then um, what's the chia, chia, chia seeds, seeds. seeds. Mm-hmm. and the uh, Jim, what's Foxy. the the, oh yeah, um, um, wheatgrass. Wheatgrass. Oh. Frozen wheatgrass. Pellets. Oh. We put a pellet of those in too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and okay. then, and then, then lettuce is at the end or kale or whatever it is. Right. And if I find that it's too thick or something, I take a, a bottle of um, uh, kombucha. Kombucha. Mm. Just not all, of it, but just mm-hmm. a little bit, just to add a little bit more liquid, so that it it ends up being mm-hmm. a little more of a smooth, drinkable than drinkable. drinkable. Sort of mm-hmm. heavy. Have you guys gotten into the Aussie bowls? No, I mean I had, did for a while there. I yeah. tried them, but it's just kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I've never done, I usually do the peanut butter when I add banana, but I haven't done peanut butter with other fruits. Always peanut butter. I can taste it. Well, ask Joe what are her favorite sandwiches. Toasted peanut butter and tomato. Oh, wow. Toasted peanut butter. Toasted, like toasted bread. Toasted bread with, with the peanut, peanut butter. butter. So it melts and then slice some tomatoes, yeah. a little bit of salt and pepper. Mm. I've or, done avocado and tomato. I need to try peanut butter. All right. I'm a big it's peanut butter a fan. Girl. I think so Emily, weird. this would make Emily smile because we know she's a big peanut butter fan as well. Um, that's awesome. So I'm get. I mean, to me, one thing I love um, about this is it's obvious over the years you guys have, have created good nutritional habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you feel like um, the nutrition, so do you, you stay pretty active at home? When yeah. you go yeah. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We bike. Yeah. We golf. We ski if, you know, we're around in the wintertime, right? And um, we, have a, we have a hike. Like a, a one that we can do almost every morning if we wanted to. Awesome. Is, it's like a half hour straight up and then half an hour down. That's awesome. And it's, it's a really good workout. And so we do that. So you have time. a routine. Because I think a routine is essential. Is And you can keep mm-hmm. that routine until company Mm -hmm. comes and I know how Mm -hmm. that goes um it throws you off but you have a good routine and then you have these nutritional um habits that you've you've tried Mm -hmm. to have so just if you don't mind Joan um um as we end maybe just kind of sharing a little bit about I know there was there was a couple years that you struggled a bit with your health and I know a lot of people at home can relate mm-hmm. um, to this because injuries happen um, and sicknesses happen mm-hmm. and you know all sorts of things with family or and it just kind of puts your life on hold a little bit if mm-hmm. you don't mind sharing a little bit of that well I had ulcerative colitis since I was very sick and and you know lost a ton of weight and you know was just hung out at home close to a bathroom and mm-hmm. so that was really tough but I think through that, I, of course, I had to eat well mm-hmm. and not a lot of junk and that kind of stuff. But in my brain, I still was active. Like, And when I was one of my sickest, we had planned a cycling trip from London to Paris for my 60th birthday. Mm. And three days before, I was in a chair in a fetal position crying, going to the bathroom 20 times a day. Wow. But I just was determined. Mm. And I had a goal. And then I get choked up thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yeah. it, it was awesome. Like, I went there, mm-hmm. and every day I got stronger. Wow. And I said I'm going to write a book after yeah. that called Oh, the Places You'll Go, mm-hmm. because I went everywhere. But still, yeah. I mean, I oh, did it. I, you'll go. <laughs> I went. The, but You're I talking did about places. I cycled 250, <laughs> was it 250 kilometers, right? Yeah. Wow. From London to Paris. Wow. And, and, and then when we got there, mm. you know, Dave surprised me through the, all the kids there and we all spent a week uh. in Paris and it was awesome and I got better and better, but you know, but I think that you have mm. to have that determination and that drive yeah. to, to overcome a goal. It's nice to have a goal that's something that you're working for and don't yeah. let everything get you down and you've got nothing to look forward to. Yeah. So that really helped for me. And there was a few times that Dave came here over those years that I couldn't come. Yeah, I came on my own. You came yeah. on your own because I just couldn't, you know. Right. See, and it really bugged me because I have FOMO. I, I know, out. right? <laughs> but, it's hard. It's hard yes, to see someone is, come and no, you know you want to be there. Yeah. This has been really, really awesome. I love a few things. I just want to kind of wrap up. Um, David mentioned adding breakfast and an awareness. And Joan had mentioned um, 
getting rid of the processed stuff in your house mm-hmm. and using fresh as much as possible. And there was a lot of nutritional things you both mentioned. And I just want to end. I love the fact that you just mentioned um, being sick, but having that, you, you hear all the time how important it is to have a powerful why. And mm-hmm. you had that race. You had that goal, like Dave said, a powerful, and sometimes it needs to be create. Like that's pretty in- insane. <laughs> like that's, that was intense enough or a big enough goal that it I mean something small you might have been like yeah I'm not gonna do that but it got you out of the house to move forward so sometimes mm-hmm. it needs to be a pretty big goal a powerful enough goal can, can I just say something yeah the day two days before I think it was or three days before we went to London when Joan was curled up sick in the on the chair in the house I said to her well maybe we should just cancel because you're just you're not well Mm. and so I mean we had the trip plan and we had the Paris side of it with our children and all that and all the flights the bike trip booked everything and I said to Joan because you know and I'm I'm not from not from not encouraging her but I'm just thinking about oh my goodness what are you what are you doing and it was Joan who said right Joan yeah I just said Mm. You know, we're in it now. I mean, why cancel today? We've already spent our money, so we fly to Paris, wow. to London, right. and I'm not well, and I can't get on a bike. Well, then we'll address that at the time, but wow. I just kept... You just kept moving My son forward. offered to build me a bicycle belt for two, and he says, you'll put Aww. a toilet on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Your personalities and your humor, sense of humor, I think, has been yeah. a huge help getting yeah. you through some of those hard times, for sure. Yeah. Um, but what an awesome story. I love... Um, because it's easy to... It's easy to find find ways to to I don't want to say quit, um, but like you said, Joan, you just have to keep moving. You yeah. like we're in it now, right? Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. It's either quit or keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a really um, awesome note to end on. I really appreciate you both. Um, it was really an honor. I I didn't even give them a notice. I asked them at lunch and said, "Can we quickly mm-hmm. do this?" And they gracefully um, said yes. And I really, it's been a pleasure having both of you you come for the, over the years. And, um, I've certainly, I love looking at guests and I'm inspired by people like yourself. That's certainly something. How old were you when you did that race? Uh, Which one? The bike race. Uh, There wasn't a bike race. It was just a trip. Or not race, but just the the bike ride. It was my 60th birthday. That was what I wanted to do. I'd never been to Paris. That's inspiring. And so I wanted to cycle into Paris. And you did 14 marathons after 40? Uh, 13 after 13 40. after 40. And did you do any of those with her, Dave? I did halves. Mm, I did, did halves. The IT band would always go on. Yeah. Yeah, I struggle with my IT band, but that's certainly yeah. inspiring for mm-hmm. sure. I think so many people think life's mm-hmm. over after 40, and it just started mm-hmm. for you. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm kids, turning 40 this older, year. Right? My kids yeah. are older, and I had more time to run that's and train. Awesome. And, you know, that well, that's awesome. definitely something we see here a lot of just I love – seeing people after their 40s and in their 60s and 70s being as active. Well, uh, just one thing that I wanted to say. Um, yesterday I kept thinking of trudging through that sand, mm-hmm. you know, up to yeah, the I White can. Cliffs. And I was thinking, why am I here when I'm 63? <laughs> because I want to be here when I'm 73. That's right. And if right. I don't do it today, I won't be doing it next week or next yeah. year. Yeah. No, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. That's a really yeah. great thing for all of us to remember because mm-hmm. we want to be gotta, able to do it. Move to keep moving. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that's certainly a lot for us to (laughs) look up to and, and, and want to do. So those are, there's some great tips. Anything else you guys wanted to share? Uh, The only thing I would say when you asked me to think about awareness and nutrition was, was, and I did think about it. And I think that's what's really helped Joan and I 
is that there's like we both understand it because we've both done the program mm-hmm. and over the years. And so it's not like I'm on my own or I come back and talk about breakfast. Joan right. probably understands the importance of it. In fact, it's the other way yeah. around. Joan would have understood those things before and then I got educated on it. And then right. it's like you feed off each other then. Yeah. And so when she was sick, I understood because she mm-hmm. was, she, we were in the fitness and health mode before she got ill. Right. And then during that illness, it was like, okay, what do we need to do here? But but when you're in a household where, where you understand what your partner is trying to, to do, then yeah. it makes it a lot easier. And, and sure. that was here. Like yeah. when we went because we came here together, right? Yeah. And so we learned it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always think it's, it's important. I see a lot of um, couples, just one of the spouses will be here, which is great. But then they go home and it's like it's hard to get that other person to try and understand yeah. and get on board. And Cam and I um, would always give a, a newlywed couple a pair of camelbacks for their wedding mm-hmm. gift. And we would write on the card, a couple that exercises together stays together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and good. we've had some of our best fights on <laughs> some of our workouts together. <laughs> but we've had, it definitely has been something that's brought us together as a yeah. couple. And if mm-hmm. at all possible, and I know there's a lot of situations where one of the spouses isn't um, on board, and I would say send them here by themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them get on board, um, and and if you're already on board, and then maybe come together. But it is it it does help that you're both on the same team, working you know mm-hmm. towards the same goals. And what a great yeah, thing! Yeah, we that both you have. like doing the same things. So yeah, we both are out doing stuff together. Like that's yeah. my first choice of my exercise partners. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, and to be honest, it's not necessarily you know some people are like, oh well, we're just not the active person and it's not like you have to love biking or love hiking um we just love like you said if I want to be here when I'm 73 and enjoying I think everybody has the common goal of wanting to feel good so whatever that looks like whether it's dancing or swimming or biking or walking outside it doesn't have to be like super active um it's just making good nutritional goals and doing something active whatever that looks like for you as a couple um, it can be anything. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Really good. Okay, well, we want you back when you're 73 for okay. sure. <laughs> well, thank you again, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay.